Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Madison. I'm Priscilla. And this is episode two of our Your House, My House podcast. So today's topic is one Madison and me are extremely... Extremely. Infatuated. Infatuated, Excited about. Passionate about. Passionate about. I even... It's life-changing. It's everything to us. It's, It's our stable place. Yep. If you haven't guessed it already... It's not our boyfriends. No, it's, but they, they're in that, they're in that, um, <laughs> they're there. They're there too. But not as much as Marie Kondo. No, not as much as Marie Kondo. I don't think any, anything can really top that. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about how you found Marie Kondo. Okay, so let's just, I guess, uh, start from the beginning for me. I, have super bad OCD. I was diagnosed with OCD at the age of 13. And if you're not familiar with what OCD is, it's not just the cleaning and perfectionism, which is definitely what I have. Um, but it's also, you know, interest of thoughts and and anxiety that you just can't get out of your head. Um, so I suffer from both of those things and I've always been super, everything had to be in a space. Everything had to match. Um, I say I have color OCD and what I mean by that is everything in my house has to correlate and go together. Um, my closets are color coordinated. My drawers are color coordinated. It's just very weird. Um, even when I go and get my nails done, I cannot have like a bright color, like a bright pink, a bright red, a bright yellow, whatever it is. So I, I have super bad color OCD and that ties into the look of my house. And so if you come to my house, um, you'll notice right off the bat that everything matches, everything has a color. Um, there's one specific aesthetic that I kind of have and everything has, has to correlate with that aesthetic. And um, as obsessive as I am over it, it is very pleasing to me. It is very pleasing. Her house right now for fall is a very perfect that. color coordinating. But now I have to ask you, You've been to my house. Yes. Does my house um, drive you slightly crazy? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it drives me slightly crazy. No. Okay. Um, my style is not quite refined. It's I don't know if I would say eclectic. I'm drawn to like mid-century modern. I like bright colors. Yeah. Um, like almost like primary color type stuff. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really match. <laughs> I think, you know what, I, I, I kind of view it as, like, everyone has their own style and um, thing about themselves, and mine just happens to be that, and yours just mm-hmm. happens to be that. And so I see, so, like, when I go in your house, I see you in your house. Yeah. I don't really, it doesn't really bother me that things yeah. are, like, out of touch. Like, that's you, mm-hmm. that's your heart in your home. Yeah. And, and so... I feel that. I'm very at home in my home. Yeah, I love my that. My little nesting. I'm at home in my um, home. Yeah, home in my home. Um, but I do, 
um, understand the OCD slightly. Um, I'm not diagnosed with OCD. I don't think, um, like there are some certain things that I do, but they would not, like, it can be kind of upsetting for me when people are like, I do this. So I'm like, you know the memes yes. that I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, those can like upset me just because I know that it's not true. Yeah. That those people, a lot of times people like, like something that's aesthetically pleasing. It's not OCD. OCD. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like you can't just. And, and I definitely think like I am, obviously, like I said, I, I do like things aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. But I have I to take it to like an extreme level, which is where my OCD ties, mm-hmm. ties into that. Um, if you see my, if you've ever. I should actually, like, share pictures of the inside of my home um, so people get a better understanding of what I'm talking about. But, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I, I am, my personality, my personality leans more towards aesthetically pleasing things, whether that be in the home, um, an outdoor scene, um, clothing, like a outfit, whatever it may be, I always kind of lean toward that nature of things um it's just that my OCD kind of takes it to a whole other extreme yeah. if that makes sense yeah um and I I understand that because like um OCD runs in my family mm-hmm. like it's not one of the things mm-hmm. that I have but it does run in my family so there are certain like ticks that I'll have like when you said the color coordination yeah. my closet is organized by short sleeves in color oh, long too. sleeves in color oh. Sweaters yep. slash vests, yep. ordered color. Yep. Then dresses, you know, and oh my, my gosh, belts. Yeah. Like we can't have things unless they're organized by <laughs> by color, type, and, and type. then color. Yes. You know, I could organize it perfectly by color, but I need it organized for me. I need it organized by type. Oh my and god. And then color. Totally. Yeah. So um, that's like one of the ways it shows up. Um, another thing for me. Um, is I have like running lists in my head, which I think um, I'm a, lister. a lot of women do. Yep, I'm a lister. But like, I cannot find peace within my soul until things are out. Yes. Like, so this is why it's very hard to like sit down and relax. Oh my like, gosh. How, yes. men, how men can just be like, I'm home from work. <sighs> I wish I had that ability. Yes. I we're, wish. We're, we're jealous of this. We're jealous of it. It, it doesn't exist. It doesn't, like, no, it doesn't exist in our brain. Unless everything is done, I cannot be at peace. That's one thing, <laughs> especially being a new homeowner um, that I seriously have been struggling with so much because now that I have my own house and I you know I'm in charge of making everything clean and doing the dishes Jordan helps right um Jordan does it too but it's it's our responsibility now so if it's not finished then I cannot sit on the couch and enjoy friends until it's done does that make sense mm-hmm. like I just cannot relax yeah my husband has helped me a lot with that and just like forcing me like Priscilla sit down stop it put it down but like there are some times where it's like so angsty like it like it just bothers you and you can't think just about all over else. my body like my body will be stiff I'm oh like God, I yeah. just can't focus until, on it. it's, until taken it's taken care done. of that's me. will you help me yep with this because yep. until we do this yep 
I'm not truly fully going to be able to enjoy, enjoy this yourself. experience. Or, yeah. Oh my God. This is so me. Totally, totally so me. So let's talk, let's jump in and you've been a homeowner for a good, what? Two years. Two years now. I've only been a homeowner for two months and, um, you tell me what it was like for you when you jumped into your own home and it came to organizing mm. and yeah I think um what are your words of wisdom As I'm going more. to save some of that for another podcast <laughs> um but what I can tell you is that jumping into home ownership um triggered a lot of things in me um and that's really how I found Marie Kondo and mm-hmm. the terms minimalism and then finally yeah. out finding out what minimalism was as a movement in depth what it could be mean for me personally yeah um, I guess I probably <clears throat> excuse me I probably wouldn't qualify as a minimalist according to some people you know who are like you know I have so many shirts and I have so many shoes and I think there's a push in the minimalism right. movement to right. say hey um, it's not just about that. It's more of like an ideal. Yes. Yes. And so um, I, I've i like researched like kind of like both extremes. Yeah. Um, and I think minimalism and essentialism and Marie Kondo finding all those terms, really understanding them was how I like pulled myself out of, this might sound weird, if but I hope this might be relatable to some of you. Um, with home ownership came a huge level of overwhelm and depression. Mm. Like being a new homeowner for a lot of people is supposed to be or is pictured on social media as a joyous occasion. Um, but it can also be, I think, a weighty occasion. Yeah. And so um, out of that discovery in like the last, like I would say from 2018 to 2019 was really how I like discovered it. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched not only um, YouTube videos, which Matt Diavella, shout out to you. Uh, (laughs) uh, You helped change my life. (laughs) Changed my life, Matt. Um, But his documentary that he did with the minimalists as well. So I watched that, but not until after I discovered Matt on YouTube. Um, and obviously minimalism is already kind of quite old yeah. in terms of when I dis- was discovering it. Um, but then I watched the Marie Kondo episodes on Netflix, which are slightly repetitive, um, kind of cheesy, but also life-changing. Life-changing. Because if it wasn't for Marie Kondo, I don't know if I would have ever dealt with the monster that was my paperwork. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we have a room for her. We have a room for her in the house already. The paperwork yeah. that's piling up and accumulating. The bills to pay. Yeah. Um, have you watched the um, documentary on Netflix? Of the Marie Kondo wing? Yeah. I've watched, like, the start of it. I haven't finished it all the way through. Okay. But I started. But it's still life-changing. It's totally life-changing. But you have to watch the whole thing because from each one, even though it's slightly repetitive, you're going to pick up some different things. Keys, And there's this one that really hits, I don't remember which episode it is, that really hits on doing the paperwork. Mm. And so... That's probably the one I need most right now is the paperwork. So you have to set aside a whole weekend for it. 
You oh really boy. do. Like for me, it was a 48-hour process. Oh boy. I couldn't get through it in one day. Oh my gosh. I had to. Um, I'm gonna have to set a whole weekend and some bottles of wine away. Yeah. Well, maybe don't drink the wine. <laughs> I just don't tell after <laughs> when you've had it and you're done. <laughs> You're like to celebrate uh, because you're gonna need all that brain power. You need the brain power. Oh. Um, but it was a daunting task. So what he said, mm. like base or what Mar Marie said, was to take all the paperwork from everywhere and pile it in one place in the same way that you would pile all your clothes on your bed. Oh You'd gosh. go pull them from all the closets in your I'm house. I'm already getting like anxiety just envisioning this pile of paperwork in my. Head. I took photos of it. It was atrocious i oh, had like man. five huge piles of paper so this is like reminding me as you're saying this we so we moved into our home two months ago and my room and my space at my parents house is completely cleared but jordan's room and jordan's space at his parents house is a task we still have to do mm. and we've been avoiding and avoiding and there's all these you know old bank statements and stuff in like these boxes and that is just what i'm thinking about right now yep. as you're as you're telling me about this pile of paperwork <laughs> pile your stacks i did it in my living room i was like i can live without my living room and i know i won't watch tv in my living room while this paper is driving me insane I can leave the living room to go eat. I can leave the living room to go sleep, to go to the bathroom. Okay. But I will not sit and watch TV. Knowing that with these that stacks mess in are front like of me, daunting. I will be able to do it. That's a good point, because then you like have to get it done then. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're like us and your brain kind of does that to you. <laughs> what was the first thing you Marie Kondoed like organized? It was when my you clothes. Moved into your house. Mm -hmm. It was my clothes. Um, I'm planning to like redo my clothes again, um, so it'll be like the eighth or ninth time okay. I've done it in about two years. So I should really do that too. You know, it's not even for me. It's not even a seasonal thing because we talked in yeah. our previous podcast about like being driven by the seasons. Um, but like, as I bring new things in now, because of minimalism, I take old things out, and it's really a process of knowing, like. I don't want my stuff to overflow mm. and I want to have pieces that I love yeah. and it's becoming so my declutter box now I have some nicer pieces in there to donate and before all this before all this Marie condoing um, my yeah my declutter box that I didn't like donate yeah um, I love that used to have like things that I wouldn't be able to sell that maybe someone wants but they're kind of you like I yeah, yeah. take used a lot of life out of them, yeah. you know, which would always be why I'd be kind of a little bit surprised that people get rid of like nice pieces of clothes that yeah. they to donate them. But like I think it's also like deals with like a scarcity mindset, oh, totally. um, which could also be like a whole nother podcast episode. Um, <laughs> but now I'm discovering that I'm like refining myself, going to like. A new level of who I am and like my style yeah. and so as that's happening it's time for me to like shed my clothes like you know it's time to in and grow into this new yeah yeah and so as that happens like I feel like I'm leveling up mm -hmm. I'm okay with letting go of pieces that have like minimal wear yeah that just don't make sense yeah anymore yeah absolutely um and so I don't know, I feel better about it too than like when I was just like 
donating things that we're like, eh, they're not quite ready for the trash yet. I'm, I think definitely the hardest thing to go through is my clothes because I'm such a, like a clothing fanatic. I've definitely been avoiding that whole section of my home mm-hmm. and there's a lot of it um, to focus on. So it's definitely something that I, I will probably take me a good weekend to sort through. But for me, the first thing I Marie Kondoed or organized totally and completely was, was our master bathroom. And, um, and I think that's because there's so much that goes into a bathroom. There's towels, there's skincare, there's, um, I don't know, do you keep your medications in your bathroom? Yep. Yep. They say you're not supposed to, but guess who's doing it? You! (laughs) No. Um, but there's, you know what I mean? There's so many items that correlate with a bathroom. And so I, nothing like irks me more than opening up a cabinet and just seeing things like lined up and stacked together and not put in a specific place. And so that was the very first thing I did when I moved into our house was organize my cabinets and my bathroom and my shelves and, um... Everything belonged in a space, in a box, and the boxes, even the the space that these items are in, had to match with the aesthetic, my home. Because I take it to that extreme. So, yeah, that was the first thing I, I did when we moved in, was do the bathroom. And my new focus, my current focus, um, has been my kitchen and our spare bedroom. So, yeah, my reorganizing my bathroom was pretty life-changing, actually. I discovered that I had so many medications and stuff. Right? It's crazy, like, when you actually have to go through what you have, all the stuff that you really don't use. You don't use. You probably won't use. It's not essential, like, medical stuff. I had a bag full of old skincare that was just sitting there. Well, skincare, um, expired medications. Yes. Shampoos or lotions that yep. you don't lotions. love. Lotions. Oh my gosh, lotions was a big one for me. I had a box, like two boxes full of different lotions. Like who needs so much lotion? I even narrowed it down to probably like twenty lotions, and I that's still a lot of lotions. Like, it is, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, did you feel like? A huge relief. Oh after. my gosh, yeah. I, I was videoing it. I believe I videoed it to you and Mary. I think you did, yeah. <laughs> I had to show you, like, the inside of my bathroom cabinets. I was so pumped about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh my gosh, it, it's such a such a relief. Like, looking at it doesn't make me stress. It makes me content. Mm-hmm. And um, that stress has now moved on to the spare bedroom and probably our cleaning closet mm-hmm. in our like kitchen mm-hmm. so those are my next two projects yeah i think the another thing that happened is like i know where everything is so if someone's looking for it exactly even it's a easy guest i can describe it to a guest yes without having to walk into the bathroom yes oh my um, gosh that's a good point yeah it's just and like because of the way like my brain operates like for example my office is my continual place of chaos in my life so many projects um and I keep like trying to stay on top of it and it keeps yeah um yeah but my bathroom like I just know where it is and there's peace in my mind that those things aren't changing yes it's not like the chaos and my kitchen to the I still have too many mixing bowls right now Uh, well I feel like that's a whole other like (laughs) 
the obsession of kitchen utensils and tools and bowls and and pans and I that's definitely something as a first time homeowner and I hope to God it's it just it it's one and done like this doesn't carry out with me during through the rest of my life because I literally have an obsession with kitchen bowls and sets and utensils and weird things you see online <laughs> like cute stuff you cute mean? stuff yeah and even my bowls have to match I'm a big Tupperware person I can't wait and well my thing is um I'm a big Pyrex I think is how you pronounce yeah, it yeah the glass yeah, yeah. with the lids like that's your thing that's that's my thing just throw the glass in the microwave and just heck yeah um but it was over well supplied well over with Raymond and me merging our houses. Oh yeah. Um, and so a lot, a lot of it for me was like I'm getting rid of this plastic. Like um, this past week, um, my mother-in-law, I think handed handed these plastic cups that like were types of things that I had as a kid in like the early 2000s, yeah. you know, for drinking that my husband had when he was a bachelor at his house. Oh she handed gosh. them to him. He's now using it <laughs> one of them for oh, no. I'm trying not to for mental life. We have <laughs> Here comes the anxiety. Yeah. We have like coasters by our bedside table so we yeah. stay like hydrated. Right. Doesn't everyone? Well, yeah. <clears throat> He put one of those plastic, at least it's blue, so it kind of matches our bedroom. But he put the um, blue plastic cup, that's now what he's drinking his water out of. And the plastic is just, it makes me feel like cheap. I don't <laughs> know what. plastic cup by the, the side I of don't know table. what other way to describe it. And What's I don't funny know. right now is Jordan literally has a blue plastic cup on his side of the end table. Yeah. That I was about to grab as I was walking out of the house today, but there was still water in it. Which I should have well, grabbed it. We'll just have to like dump the water and, and get rid and of it. Just casually the thing about it is it. it's like I'm like, so now here's the thing. Do I declutter so there's three of them. There's two blue ones and one green one. Do I declutter these? Well I wash the two and I put them up away with like where we have like our water yeah. um water bottles and stuff. So like, do I declutter them? Do I put them in the donate bin? I probably should. Someone else can use them and will like them, but for me, they're just not aesthetically not pleasing. Uh, is your so speaking of hmm. cups and water bottles, um, something that I'm I love to collect, and I don't even I won't even call it collecting. I just I'm <laughs> obsessed with them. But Jordan says I like to collect them. Um, is coffee mugs or like coffee cups? Uh-huh. Or water bottles, like like tumblers and stuff. Like a good portion of that collection is mine, and it's like these different like Starbucks cups. I have a whole cabinet of coffee mugs. Yeah, you're not alone in this. Um, I used to work in home healthcare. I've seen a lot of people's that inside of their flipped. cabinets. Um, the thing about it is, is a lot of them are like generic name brands. I mm. wish companies would stop giving out mugs with their logos. Mm, yes. I, oh, see, no, 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 no. Those we cannot have. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> those, because those are those no. drive me mad. Yeah, no, those are. Can no. we like get an amen and a hallelujah? We've, we've that Madison this, and yeah. me are on the same see, page. That is about one thing this. too. I'm gonna quick tie this into this. If it has anything, a T-shirt, a 
pens, I guess, or uh, whatever. But like a t-shirt, a, a, a mug, it does not belong in my house. So like a good example of that is when we were in Crandon, my boyfriend's obsessed with racing and like side-by-side racing, whatever. And um, he wa- he was looking at shirts to get. And I told him like, you know me. I would never buy a shirt that said Crandon International Raceway. Like, I would never do that. And that ties into everything else. I would never buy a mug that says Crandon International Raceway. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. As, a, like, a teenager, I had, like, a lot of shirts. Because I don't wear would, them. Like, I I don't either anymore. I feel like as of, like, I don't. Even, like, high sc- shirts in high school that you could buy. Like, I used to, my mom would be like, are you sure you don't want one? And I'm like, no. I don't wear them. I would never wear them. And then I have this huge collection of these, like, shirts. Yeah. I still, and this kind of, like, has the sentimental part of Marie Kondo, and they say, like, as you evolve, um, you will finally be able to deal with sentimental items. I have That's, not been no, able I to have evolve. <laughs> not me. No. Um, I'm a slight hoarder in that aspect. I'm going to get there. I have about two bins of, like, stuff from my childhood yeah. and stuff that I, I'm not ready to part with yet. Um, Would you ever part with those? I think the time will come when I will part with some of it. I yeah. might try to get it down to one okay. bin. I have like um, five bins. Yeah. Um, but like I think I guess for a lot of it is like if you pick that up, I feel like pick something up, it triggers a memory in oh your my brain God, that otherwise would be locked. Like you wouldn't be able to access it. Yeah. I feel. So like that's why those bins are useful for me in remembering my history Mm. you know Mm -hmm. um but i would some at some point like to get there Mm -hmm. but another category of like sentimental items because you know marie kondo's whole philosophy is like you grab all the clothes from all the corners of the house and you put it in one space and you you grab all the paperwork from all the corners of the house so like for me um if i was going to grab all the sentimental things that would include some t-shirts that mm. have those types of logos. Like I have ones from my, yeah. my first 4-H club. Yeah. Um, I've thrown out quite a bit. Like there's one I'm like, it's going to go in a few minutes. But that is um, not in a few minutes. But it, it will probably go in my next closet declutter. But I've been hanging on to which was a 2018 um, 5K that I did down in okay. Madison. Well, yeah, um, those are special. So it was special. Yeah. But like, let's be honest, it's not... It's like a synthetic fabric, and I like more like a cottony fabric yeah. if I'm going to work out and sweat. Yeah. Um, so it's not my favorite. And so it also has, it's gray. I don't sometimes wear gray, but I don't love gray on me. Um, and so there's just a lot of things that I'm going to be like, you have to let this go. You don't need mm. this. But there are some like original sentimental items. Like I think there's a pink shirt that like I could not fit in. <laughs> Just saying, but like, I can't get rid of it because it's well, it's like pretty much brand new. But I think it's when we went to EAA down in Oshkosh, um, in in 2017, I think it was because I think it has a 17 on it, um, Raymond and me. And so, um, that's a problem because I should be decluttering those things, right? But I can't Can't. because of sentimental reasons. Sentimental value is a really rough... That's probably what I why I hold on to a lot of things. So I think just like evolving with like just clothes that we're not sentimentally attached to um, and like paperwork, which we're not attached to. Um, 
like I guess like utensils that you have more than one of that you don't need right like for my wedding people gave me I think I received three pots and pan dish sets mm. these weren't on my register <laughs> these weren't on my registry they just gave you those they just gave them to me well so see I'm not married yet so I don't even have to I, I haven't I'll give you one stage. of my spare pots and pans that's, oh boy. that I have they're, in my basement still, I'm holding on there. to it it's so it's getting re-gifted <laughs> We'll re-gift that. that was, we'll this is terrible. unneeded things. Do you have like a re-gift section in your home? I do. I do too. <laughs> I do too. That's terrible. <laughs> Honestly, if you don't have a re-gift section, you're lying. I feel like everybody does. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Marie Kondo has really been. We love her. And it's and it's it's a growth process. It We're is a growth evolving. process. Start small. And someday. What we should do is do like down the road, like a couple months from now or a year from now. Yeah. Make a Marie Kondo podcast video number two and see how much we've evolved and grown. Or if there's things that we've like haven't evolved and grown on. or have Yeah. I want to hear on. about your paper declutter. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Everybody wants to and hear paper declutter. Let you know if I've finally evolved the sentimental sentimental. i would love to know i've been on this journey for two years and i just i'm not ready to go there i've done every other category but sentimental i love this i love our i love our plans for the future so if you listen to us if you've made it this far in our (laughs) podcast we appreciate you um we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about all things marie kondo organizing um our ties to sentimental items in our life and um yeah well we'll see you next podcast yes we will thank you for listening thanks bye bye did this resonate with you subscribe to our podcast today talk Talk soon. soon so your host next week heck yeah can't wait